While we'll be consuming alcohol throughout the show, should you choose to join in, we ask that you only do so where it's legal, safe, and in moderation. We also welcome your feedback and suggestions on our Instagram at Movies Rock Podcast. And should we say anything rude, non-inclusive, or otherwise wrong, we apologize in advance. We are affirming of all, so with that being said, offense or ill will is never our intent. Now let's get back to the show. on the rocks this is i thomas and of course as always i have eric and don't we have quite a doozy of a first (laughs) of the new season episode starting off strong man starting off strong yeah right (laughs) so and we also have on we also have derek as always derek yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. Hey, folks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're, this is turning out to be such an exciting, exciting day. Anyway, yeah. so, um, well, just so you know, Derek, I hate your fucking guts. I love you, but I hate your fucking guts right now. Um, you know I'm what? I'm not feeling good about myself either. We're going to talk about this. <laughs> so we're, we're, we are going to be discussing. Well, first off, before we get into that, did everyone have a great holidays? We yeah. did. Yeah. yeah awesome, yeah. man. Can't the Dolphins and the Giants went to the playoffs. Do- I know, and the lost. Dolphins almost made it happen, almost, though, dude. Almost made I was rooting so hard oh, for them. It was so I was so happy. I was like, <sighs> oh my god, they, dude! If Tua was there, they would have won. The I, game. They would have won. I think they could have won, dude. Like I just was like, in, like enamored with the fact that they almost did it. Yes, Plus, too, dude. I think the Bills just are unbeatable, so I want them dude. to lose. You know, I so. know, dude. I know. If and the, those field goals with Tua, they probably would have been touchdowns, Jeez, and it would have been I a know, blowout. Man, it just, uh, just stinks. But the Giants won, so that's the Giants. That's a, one yeah they talk about they, they, talk about a time to be alive fellas okay <laughs> the giants won in the playoffs talk oh about God. a time to be alive it's been it's been a better part of 12 years since we've done that <laughs> derek's like i what, what are we talking about yeah Sports derek's ball? like what is this yeah mm-hmm. what is this garbage <laughs> did you so, guys see that text i sent you yesterday about the wombat no one yes i did i did that i thought it was hysterical wait you sent the a text wombat, message about a wombat somebody sent the wombat with the during the midtime penalty that's what he said <laughs> yeah i was like it's too bad they didn't get the wombat after the midtime penalty oh i missed that i guess because <laughs> yes, y'all were, you were going back and forth about the game and i was like i do not care <laughs> <laughs> all right so um all right so uh guys just to start off the year i thought we start off with a quick dad joke as long as it's better than the last couple yep so sylvester stallone said he wants to make a movie about classical music he says i will be beethoven van damme says okay i will be mozart arnold schwarzenegger says i'll be bach Oh, I get it. I get it. Yay. actually pretty good. I'm, I'm here for it that's all right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually that's clever i'll get it anyways yeah. all right so before we get into the news, let's talk about our drinks quickly. I am drinking a I'm, since it's you know I'm trying to get over yesterday's a uh, bit of a hangover. Um, just drinking regular rum and coke. You know, gotta yeah, yeah. Also, you gotta feed the hangover sometimes, guys. But um, what are you drinking, Derek? All right, so I'm gonna try one. I don't know if I've tried this on the show before, but uh, this is I found this at the local re- uh, grocery store. It's called Canine Lager from Ooh, a Texas beer. beer company in uh, 
called Farm Road? I don't know. Made from the piss of dogs. Yes. Oh, and that's just like, does that mean it's Miller Lite? Because that's dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Coors Light. Yeah. Miller. So, so there's a few recurring themes about this beer. I'm going to read off the can here and let me know if you, if you catch on what, what's happening here. First off, there's a big banner. It says proud supporter of canines for warriors. So, you know, PTSD soldiers and uh-huh. need some sort of companion, right? Oh, that's and cool. Apparently right. they're at least donating to them or at oh, nice. participating. Maybe so there's another canine. That makes sense. banner here that says brewed with solar and people power. Oh. I, don't, mm. I don't know what that means. That means um, they actually they actually turn they the don't mill use like electricity. A, it might mean that they I don't use electricity. Maybe they have a well, millstone. I mean, solar, like you. Well, solar, solar electricity. That I mean, you know what I mean. Not like you guys, you guys not remember, mill powered or like nuclear power. <laughs> you guys remember? Of. You guys remember the beginning of uh, Conan the Barbarian that he had to act a groove by grinding that thing for years. And yeah, years. remember that? That's what oh, it is. He, like, human power. he pushed that thing for fifteen <laughs> years and he turned into freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like that's, that's all you have to do to get that, that big. That's yeah. human power. Yeah. Except they're in a they're in a, a hamster wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is human power. Yeah. Yes, it is. So how is it, buddy? How is it? Oh, oh he's oh, taking he's another sip. He he's might like it. Sip. Or he's he hates like, no. it. One of the two. Yeah, that's I a can really never good lager. Oh that's wow! Really okay, good. okay. Oh, is that like is that like a little four ounce shot because your hands are so big? I know, dude. I don't okay. know. size <laughs> comparison. Is that like a tiny? Oh, that. What is that? A toy can? Is that one of your son's no, that... toy cans? <laughs> Is that what that is? That's such a tiny, tiny can. Oh god, whatever. It's actually a tall boy. That's actually a tall boy, and the other one's actually like a. One of those was, yeah, this is a forty. I'm holding. I know it's a forty ounce can. Exactly. <laughs> it's not, he's actually drinking MD twenty twenty. Yeah. Who was the guy? Who was the guy with the 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 giant in um, Willow? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, the, the Princess Bride. Oh, Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. Yeah, that's what I your wish, hands look like. Like if if he was holding a forty, it would probably. That's look what like. it would look like. No, that's what, that's definitely no. You know, you know what's funny is that they they asked him like how much he could, how many beers he could drink in a day. He said he could drink anywhere between seventy and eighty beers in a that's day. That's crazy, dude. And maybe get a buzz. Yeah, because maybe he's, get a buzz. It was like a massive man. He's huge. Well, uh, if you really do want to know what Andre the Giant's hand looks like holding a forty, then Derek just go to the local oh. bar and put a forty. <laughs> Eric, what are you drinking? <laughs> I actually am drinking a lager as well today. Oh, nice. nice. Yingling lager. Ooh. In my little Yeti thing to keep it cold. Oh, very nice. Super mm-hmm. super high class. Very northeastern of me Ooh. to break out the yingling lager. So all right. So Yingling's not bad. Yeah. It's great. So so we we got our drinks. Oh uh, yeah, we're good. Go? Yeah. All right. Let's take it. of the day Eric's just swinging around like by by like the 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 blades of the fan like <laughs> you mean Tomas <laughs> oh yeah yeah sorry Tomas. Yeah, that was Tomas news of the day <laughs> <laughs> all right so we, okay I have the only real bit of news I think it's as important as you can make it is that in the past week we actually had the Golden Globes. Oh, so, I have some news about that myself. So, so yeah, yeah. the Golden Globes happened this week. I'm not going to go through the Which entire is big list. Yeah. But no. we got but, you know, some we got to touch on. I mean, but I think it's something we should touch on because uh, this is a movies podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, so as far as the winners are concerned, so here's here's I'm just going to go over some what I think would be the bigger win, the bigger 
the bigger categories, which is, you know, best actor, best actress, you know, all that stuff. So as far as the drama in, in actor is uh, Austin Butler from Elvis, which I think is deserved because he was really good in that flick. Mm-hmm. He was awesome. The movie is okay. The movie is just, Lerman, yeah, it's just all right. It's yeah. all right. But he did a phenomenal job. I mean, yeah. it, it, you know, you try to separate sometimes. Who was he up against? Emotions. I don't even know. Uh, the, he was up I against. I only watched half of the Golden Globes. And it was oh, shit, man. Won. Hold on a second. No, it's all right. If you don't have it up, you don't have to look, I don't, look. I'm trying to get the whole list with the... the, 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 the ah. Because this gives you a decent idea of what the Oscars are going to be looking at. They're not all going to be exactly the same, but it gives you an idea that, you know, who's going to be nominated in the Oscars. Austin Butler, I'm sure, is going to get nominated. Yeah, and he's gonna get nominated. I mean, um, I hope I, I really hope that okay, hold on, shit, man. I'm trying to find it now, but either way, no he, he won. Deal. Yeah, yeah. So it's just the 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 so he won for actor. Um fuck me. Not, not, now you got me all crazy here. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Here you go. Nominees, here we go. Oh shit. Everyone and their mother nominated. Yeah. He, okay. So I got the nominations. Okay. So for for actor, uh, it was it was him, uh, Brendan Fraser in the Whale. Oh yeah, that's right. Hugh Jackman in the Sun, uh, Bill I, Nighy in Living, and Jeremy Pope in The Inspection. But remember, this is drama and musical and comedy are like separate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, so some then, of those guys might appear on the list, and some. Yeah, of them I not. think it's gonna be like Austin Butler and probably Brendan Fraser. Yeah, he'll probably end up on the list, and which I, I meant to go see of, the whale, and, and I haven't got to see it yet. Yeah. I know me either. And there's right. a lot of buzz. I actually behind do want to watch it. Me too. Do you, hey, you want to go see it with me, buddy? Since we live in the same area. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Yeah, we should do that. Fuck you guys. We just along you with in the audience, the anybody out there, just yeah, uh, hit us like up. You can join us. We're just making plans together on the podcast. Yes. Our one guy from the Ukraine is going to call us up. Yeah, be like, you'd be like, yes, I would like to go. And then there's a lot of buzz behind Jeremy Pope for the inspection. I was about to say that was another one. I I actually didn't have any. I didn't really know much about the film until I was watching or reading about like his performance, and I think he might get nominated for an Oscar, so I have to check it out. For actress, it was Kate uh, Blanchett. She won for Tar. For Tar, yeah. Uh, and then Olivia Coleman, Empire of Light, Viola Davis, The Woman King, Anna de Armas for Blonde, and Michelle Williams for The Fablemans. Yeah. yeah. Um, as as out of that group, it's going to be Kate Blanchett for sure. Yeah, I think she's just, um, she's phenomenal. I haven't even seen Anna- Tar. And I'm I she looks great. She just looks yeah. great in everything she's in. Yeah, she so. does. Uh, <laughs> yeah. probably the other ones are probably gonna be Anna de Armas. Yeah, she'll and get nominated. She'll get she's nominated. Not win, though. She won't, but she's yeah. getting nominated. Yeah. Um and it'll be Michelle Williams or Olivia Coleman. Oh, I'm sure Michelle I'm sure they actually might get nominated, but Michelle Williams will probably get nominated. I like really love Michelle Williams. I think she's great. I don't she think did. she's the best this year, but she was she's amazing. She was I'm amazing such in a big the fan. Yeah, I'm just yeah. such a big fan of her and I like her work and I like what she's done. And so, then, uh, and the, for, for musical or comedy, the other guy, I think Colin Farrell is going to get nominated because he was amazing yeah, in, in the ba- in the Banshee. Yeah, I got to watch that too. I haven't watched it. Oh, yeah. So good, dude. Yeah. Then Diego Calva for Babylon, which I've never seen. Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig for Glass Onion, which was awesome. Yeah, Glass um, Onion was great, guys. It was, was great. I really liked it. it. Yeah. Oh, don't tell me. I want to see it. Yeah, I really Adam, liked it. the first one. Adam Driver for White Noise, and then Ray Fiennes for the Menu. Haven't which, seen the Menu yet. I haven't seen the menu good. yet either, but I saw White Noise. White Noise is weird, but I liked it. <laughs> it's so I've heard, weird. I've heard 
mixed things about that yeah. one. So for actress, I hope she's nominated. Is Michelle Yeoh? She better be fucking nominated. I think she's gonna get nominated. I think she's gonna get nominated. She yeah. won't win because she it, might not win, but she's gonna too, get nominated. It's too. It's too. Uh, what's it called? It's too genre. I think it's for her. it's a. Fe- I think the thing about everything everywhere all at once is that it's it's like a festival film on a large scale. So it's mm-hmm. like. A film that gets a lot of a lot of love, like festivals, like they'll win a bunch uh, of stuff. Even though I don't even, I'm sure he they put them in festivals, but um, it's just not a movie. You, it, I just, you just don't see it taking the big stuff, you know. No, you don't. But it deserves it. You know, that film is incredible. You know. Yeah. So then Leslie Manville for Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris was nominated. Margot Robbie for Babylon. Anya Taylor Joy for The Menu, and Emma Thompson for Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. Hmm. So I don't know. I've never seen any of these movies other than um, Everything Everywhere. So I'm thinking she'll get nominated and like maybe one other person from this list gets nominated. Yeah, so who maybe. knows? I think but, she'll get nominated, but I don't know if she's going to win. But supporting actor, bro, I hope Kehui Kwan wins it. I hope Dude. he wins it. I mean, Dude. this year he could have a shot. <laughs> I could just say. They only have they only they don't have a best supporting yeah. actor in a drama or musical or any of that stuff. They don't separate them, so like no. it's only there. So these are probably the five yeah. guys who are going to get on. Yeah, I think he's got a shot. Of... He's got a he's got a decent shot because he was it. great and he was he was yeah. amazing. He so. was the he in my opinion he was like she was great, but he was the glue that put the movie. Oh together. man, he if you look at like who had to do the the harder job, and I'm not, it's an incredibly hard job for both of them. But like he was playing two characters, she was, was. playing one. Was. You know, he so was. like it's Actually, it's, no, it's he's it's playing tougher. three if you count the fox. Oh yeah, exactly. So yeah. there you go. You know, yep. so, yeah, so, there you go. yeah. So okay, then you had Brendan Gleeson who was amazing also uh, in yeah. Banshees, which I heard uh, is Barry- awesome. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's such a good flick, dude. Yeah. Barry Keegan, which honestly, dude, if Kehui Kwan doesn't win, it's Barry Keegan, dude. Yeah, Barry he is Keegan. Unbelievable in Banshees. Dude, I didn't even realize that he was in the Banshees, but that kid oh. is so good. Like, he's a he's good so, actor. Have you ever heard about his story? I mean, just to digress for a second, like him growing up, his mom was, he was 12 when his mom died. Mm-hmm. He lived the rest of his young life in care, which in, in, in the US, the care system is like the foster, foster system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and he didn't go to college to act. When he turned 18, he just decided to start being what? a part of no, shows. So he's not been trained? No. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay, but that kid but, looks like he's trained in like Oxford. Maybe he got maybe he drama. got training and stuff, but no, dude, he didn't. He didn't go to like he didn't wow, go to he's formal good. school, dude. He's good. There's yeah. okay, but I mean, we're I think we're all no stranger to the reality that a lot of actors have to pull reference from experiences in real life yeah, to no, to replicate true. emotion and you're right. I mean, if dude. you've been in the system, you're right. That's, he, that's that's a lot of experience with a lot of a uh, lot of emotions. Right. <laughs> you're right. Hardships, he, you know. The character he plays, he plays with such deft and such clarity, dude. It's it's unreal. And then you figure out, start figuring out as the movie goes on, like what this kid's been dealing with on his own. They don't really say it outright because the whole story is about these two guys' relationships. But his relationship on the outside, you start hearing different things. You're just like, that's fucking nuts. But yeah, where's he from? Weird. He's Irish. He's, he's Irish. He's Irish. He's yeah, because like I didn't even realize he was Irish until like a year ago. Yeah, yeah, he's like, Irish. Because he's been he's been in a bunch of different movies and yeah. a lot of time, like a lot of he's been in a lot of a twenty four shit. But like, mm-hmm. um, he's in the Green Knight. Yeah, but you you listen to him and you don't even real like he's a different character almost every movie he plays. Yep, and yep, he's a kid. Yep. He's a young kid. 
Yeah, he's young. He's Dude, young slaying. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt for Babylon and Eddie Redmayne for The Good Nurse. Okay. So, and then for the actress, the winner was Angela Bassett, who was amazing in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. So she might actually win. Carrie mm-hmm. Condon for the Banshees of Inisherin. She was uh, she played a uh, uh, Colin Farrell's sister in the movie. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Ever All at Once. Dolly DeLeon for a Triangle of Sadness and Carrie Mulligan for She Said. Uh, just a real quick thing uh, for Best Motion Picture in a drama. It was The Fablemans that won. Avatar: yeah. Way of Water, Elvis, Tar, and Top Gun: Maverick were nominated. <sighs> um, musical and comedy was Banshees of Inisherin. Babylon, everything all at once, Glass Onion, and Triangle of Sadness. Have you, I mean, have you guys seen Tar yet? I, I have not. I'd like to. I have know. not. I, I do want to see it, and it every time I hear about all these, uh, you know, just awards or acclamations, I need to watch it's it been before. nominated for it. It seems it seems like I'm I'm gonna love it. I just haven't set aside the time. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Yeah, yeah I typically watch all the Oscar films before the Oscars, so yeah. I try to get them. Gotta, don't do you do you, Derek? Okay, we won't you know, already we won't are know. on fucking thin ice with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare look at me we, with we, condescending I mean, eyes. I will be honest. I watch with you. all I the awards movies. I hope I was guys, at the film festival. I I think I've told you guys this before, but I think you guys should really take your time and honestly just for the sake of just watching it don't expect a lot out of it just enjoy the experience is that rrr movie it's so much I mean, fun dude, dude i am so about to watch that movie that is I'm on not my even, list. what are you talking about i don't even okay. know what this is oh my god dude, oh, where dude. Have you been? Uh, under a rock apparently apparently i was watching i was watching horrible anime films that's what i was doing <laughs> so all right. listen all right listen. this so movie RRR, rrr is called rise it's called a uh, rise. Uh, it's called Roar Rise Revolt, but they have it R R R. It's on Netflix. All mm-hmm. right, you can watch it on Netflix. It's a Bollywood flick. Okay, they have a couple Bollywood scenes. One in particular, which won Best Original Song, the Natu Natu song, which is a great scene uh-huh. and a great song. But the movie it takes place. It deals with racism in in colonial India. Okay, okay like uh, English colonial uh, colonial India, like uh-huh. English occupied. Sorry, India. Wow. Okay, it takes place in like early nineteen twenties, and it's it's a violent fucking movie. Like it's a violent movie. Okay, you're, you're, you're looks, speaking my language. It looks so good, and there's some it. crazy shit. When in you have real life, it. real life violence, like real violence portrayed for something that's real, you got me, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got it, my, it's it's, you not, got like, my it's not like that gritty real, but it's yeah. like it's action style violence. Yeah. But it, and you have to kind of take a little bit of like non realist back because some of it is a little out there as far as yeah, the yeah. violence is concerned. So you've watched it. Then. I've watched yeah, it. I watched yeah. it and I enjoyed every second of it. Is it English it was, or is it? No, uh, it's in, it's okay, in, it's got, um, it's subtitled. It's subtitled in English. Uh, and they have Hindi? a couple languages. They have Hindi, yeah, I, but the original language is something else. And I think yeah. they have that version on Netflix. Okay. So I'll let you like know. Well, I, I just wasn't it's sure like if it was Taru, in to, to, okay. Urdu? No, not Urdu. Urdu is, is, is it's, Pakistan. That's Pakistani. No, no, uh, yes, it's Pakistan. Urdu is Pakistan. So it's, no, I'll find There's out. There's some it's, crazy scenes I've seen from that movie that yes. are... There's... It There's is a, not a realistic movie in some points, but no, it no. is just fun looking. I really want to watch it. It's it's worth it. It's worth it. I mean, I would suggest you watch it just for the sake of enjoying the motion picture. So just you know, R-R-R. yeah, just okay. take R R R. Yeah, yeah. Hey, can we can we talk about one more thing about the Golden Globes real quick too? Sure. Yeah. So. Um, did you guys? I, I I missed the first half of it. I didn't even realize they were on. They were on like it was like on I a watch Tuesday. all the movies. No, I'm talking about Go the ahead. Oscars, Derek. Go ahead. Sorry, 
I watch the Oscars every year. Okay. I usually watch the Golden Globes too. I'm not gonna lie, but I forgot. And it was on a Tuesday this year. But anyway, so uh, I didn't get to see it, but I had seen a lot of like buzz on the internet about uh, Gerard Carmichael being the host and oh yes, and his monologue. Awesome. His monologue was awesome. I don't know if you guys got to listen to it, but it was a great monologue. He brought a lot of things. He he literally just took the elephant in the room and kicked it in the nuts. That's what mm-hmm. he did. You know, mm-hmm. and, yes he did. You know, because they yes, they didn't did. have the Golden Globes last year because there's a lot of controversy with the folly, the Hollywood foreign press because mm-hmm. there's in its 80 years of existence they've never had a black person or a person of color as part of the um i guess whatever the contingent is that makes it up so mm-hmm. um uh he so they didn't do the golden globes last year because they realized we need to fix shit so they just yeah. decided to revamp the golden globes and they brought it back this year and in Gerard Carmichael's monologue he goes through and 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 talks about his experience and he says guys do you know why i'm here <laughs> he goes i know why i'm here it's because i'm a black person <laughs> <Let's just be laughs> <real. laughs> was- wanted, yeah he went into this great story about like talking about how he got the job how it was offered to him and then how much they're paying him to do it oh and how he God. got to talk to his family He'll never he said, host it again yeah i know i know and his family he said he was talking to like one of his family members and she said, well, how much are they paying you? And he said that they're paying me $500,000. And she said, well, it looks like you're going to do it then. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just chase the money. Because he was thinking about not doing it. Like, I think he really yeah. was crossing, crossing his mind. But no, you, you chase the money. But I just thought it was cool that he said, I'm here because I'm black. You're going to see, it, like, pretty much pointed out that there's going to be a lot of people of color that are going to win tonight. And they're looking to try to make changes and I'm going to bring light to it. Cause we're act- I'm not going to act like this isn't happening. We're just going to pull, call well, it as what it is. You know, yes, it's, it's, yes. it's let's say that it's a, at least a major course correction. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we saw I mean, at the very least, I, I listened to Michelle Yeoh's acceptance speech and it was along similar lines, you know, people of color, people of yep. uh, mm-hmm. other ethnicities yep. being acknowledged for the work that they do. Yep. And I mean, Look, they had to, like everyone else, they had to approve his bit before he went up there. Yep. I mean, oh, no. They, and there's they a time gap, too. Yep. So they could have just cut him out if they yep. needed to. Yep. And so there is, I think there's. Uh, oh, I think it's good that they're they're willing to let that happen. It yeah. must have been a very amicable. Um, yeah you know, approval process because I mean, they clearly not only knew what he was going to say, but let him say it and then didn't cut him off whenever like, like all of these things kind of culminate to a major course correction. And you know what? At least the course correction part, I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, we can, we can pick up and move forward. And, and And that's ultimately, I think that's the point that I think he was trying (laughs) to make, but also to just like saying, instead of fuck it, let's not act like none of this is happening. Let's just pull, let's put all the attention on it. Like this is what's going on. And he didn't bring it up in a way that's like, Oh, this is like, you know, them trying to make up. He was like, okay, this is a change. This is how things are going to go from now. Yep. Like we're looking and let's just yep. talk about it, get it out on the table now. So we don't have to keep yes. talking about this over and over again. So he did. I, like, I thought it was genius. I thought it was smart. Uh, and I liked that he did it. And um, also too, like it was important that he did it because then it makes, puts pressure on some other shows like the Oscars. Well, the Oscars have, has, they do have culture there. Thank God. There's mm-hmm. more than yes. just white people, but yes. If you look at the winners and the nominees, it's still pretty bad. You know, like yeah. they, there's been two yeah. female directors that have won best best director. There's been no black 
filmmaker to win best director. No. So um, there's there's been I think one black best editor in the years. There's not a lot of black technical no people, like technical winners. So um, most of work. the black winners are yeah. There's still work to be done. Most of the black winners that we've had, which is still not a lot, are the actors. You know, yeah. it's yeah. almost so. as though they the, these these parties that make these decisions and nominations have not only omitted you know people of color from consideration but because they haven't talked about all of the almosts of people of color it's like they're only going to acknowledge it, to me it kind of sounds like well we're only going to acknowledge the almosts moving forward and when you have enough almosts then you can make it to the yes yeah you see yeah. what I'm saying? Like, the, yeah. like, like the like all of previous yeah. history but, didn't didn't happen. But like these, there's lots. Of, there's been lots of great. I mean, uh, Keegan Michael Key isn't the first great black director we've had. You mean Jordan Peele? Is that his name? <laughs> yeah, you, you got the wrong. You got the wrong. You got the wrong guy. Yeah, Jordan Peele. You got the right guy, but the wrong guy. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's Key and Peele, you the right, you, you, but Peele's the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Is, okay, I apologize. Jordan Peele. Um, yeah. He was Peele. in charge of uh, Nope and Us. And Us, is that right? and, us and, and Get Out. Yeah. Get out yeah, yep, yeah. There you go. There you that's, go. And those were all like really popular, films, well-received yeah. films. Yep. I didn't like one of them, but that's because the genre that they're from, right? Yeah. And that's, that's, it's not for me. Yeah. So I haven't anyway. seen Nope. I haven't seen Nope. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. So, it's a weird uh, thing with monkeys. Yeah. Okay. Be quiet. So, anyways, but Wait, uh, what did you just say? It's a weekend with monkeys? No, there's a weird thing with monkeys. Oh in that yes, movie. yeah, no, that's true. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> that is true. No, no, no. That's very true. Just got- I they thought you said very uncomfortable. Yeah, there. when you I, said a weekend with monkeys, I'm like, Derek, you are that is you are not that guy, Derek. It's like, what I is going on? Here? I appreciate you giving me a moment to clarify what yeah, I meant to I say. That's why I wanted to be sure. That's why I wanted to just be oh really crystal clear oh there because I'm like, because I'm like, wait a minute, this is, he, there's no way he said that. <laughs> we might not be going to the movies. Today. Yeah, I know. I know. This might be the last conversation we ever have. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, to, to, for the last bit of the, the the aspect of the Golden Globes, then we'll get to the news that you have, Derek, for a few minutes before we get into the, the shit show that was your movie. Yep. Um, uh, the funniest thing I saw was Eddie Murphy's acceptance speech. Mm-hmm. I didn't he, get to see it. You didn't see that? Okay, no, so he neither, goes no. through his acceptance, and he's oh, like, wait, "Yes, I did. Yes, I did see it. Yes, I did." He I'm goes sorry. through his acceptance. Yes, and he's talking about all the things, and I, you know, and I, you know. He just talks about how, you know, he's always lived by the three things that you, his whole life, you know, one was like, be respectful to people, one, do as best you can with what you have. And then the third part, he said, and keep Will Smith's wife's name out of my fucking fucking mouth. mouth. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I I saw that. I'm really glad he did that. (laughs) So this Will Smith joke landed better than Gerard Carmichael. Yeah. Yeah. And it, well, it's going to land better. His jokes. Yeah, I know they were rough. I know, but like, but I mean, Eddie Murphy's gonna land hard because he's, you know, he's like an OG king of comedy. He's important to comedy. Also, too, he was really not happy about what happened, and he's also a huge Dave Chappelle supporter, like a fan, like they're they're buddies. Well, yeah, Yeah, yeah. no, that was like a fuck you, (laughs) pretty much. That was a serious fuck you. (laughs) Oh, Chris Rock, you mean Chris Rock? Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm sorry to Chris Rock. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know why it's Dave Chappelle. (laughs) Chris Rock. It's because Dave Chappelle was also talking shit for Chris Rock. He wasn't happy. Either. Yeah, yeah. He, he was very, either. very yeah. unhappy about what happened. Dude. So. Yeah, no, and and I'm I can't wait to see 
the the new movie that you people with him and oh yeah no it should be interesting yeah it looks looks good yeah (laughs) i saw that trailer and i was like is it out yet no, is it? Yeah, okay. no, it comes out like like, Netflix, like next right? week. Okay, yeah, it comes cool. out like twenty yeah. four. I'm excited about that one. Yeah. I'm excited too because it yeah. looks it looks good. And I, I I heard that part of his contract with Netflix is also a stand up special. So we'll see what's up. What? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, like a stand up movie. Could like you imagine the, like, that's another part of Eddie Murphy stand up? Are you kidding me? We really? only no, have two. No, we only no. have two, and they're flawless. And they're golden. They're, they're flawless. Gold, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that, that's that's been the rumor that part of his contract also stipulates that he has movies that are going to come out, but that he has to do at least one comedy stand-up movie. He has Dude, to. That's do I it. hope he does. That's gold. I'm all for it. Me Let's too. Because he's just he like listen. We only have t- like. That's part of the allure, I think. With yes. him, though, it's like that we only have two stand-up specials. Okay. Yes, but I they're know. both. Uh, like the pinnacle of stand-up specials okay like the top the top notch you can yeah, get dude. there's only yeah. a handful of them that are even close to that and i, I can't I know. think of any off the top of my head but i'm God, sure there are others so good yeah so okay so all right so derek what, what about your news man yeah so i uh, got a couple of them uh first one we'll brush over kind of quickly but i thought it's kind of cool um amazon's kind of getting higher on their horse lately you know with the the rings of power series mm-hmm. and they have signed off on a god of war live live action tv series i don't know how oh, i feel me. about this i don't know either so so look i don't know anything about god of war i've never played one of them i know that they're renowned amazing. and positive played games every single one of them i'm playing they're amazing one right now. I, I know that a lot of people really yeah. love them so so i have i have high hopes because if people really enjoyed the movies then there must have been something the to the story that had been written for those movies those games and so it potentially stands that there's you know good character building and character arcs and so forth so i'm kind of excited about that um that's that's the first thing in news i had um, can i another can I, can I make a comment on that yeah yeah go ahead we're talking about it um so as a God of War fan, I am a huge God of War fan. I've played every single game that's come out to completion, um, except God of War 4. It's insane. It's like Zelda-esque. <laughs> it would be insane to, yeah. to be able to, to yeah. do that. But I'm playing the new God of War, Ragnarok, right now, and it's a beautiful game, too. I love it. So I'm a big fan of the series, okay? I don't know how I feel about this translating to film. Yeah. It's weird. It's tough. Yeah, I can't explain it. Like, and I don't. Hopefully, it's a series that might make it better. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm figured it's a series, but I like, either series, way, yeah. it's going to require a lot of money, which a Amazon ton. has. You know, yeah. Amazon yeah. has, yep. but, but they're, it's going to require a lot of money, which they have. And also, too, like, I feel like I don't know, man. Like, I think it's that style of fantasy just doesn't really tickle my fancy when it comes to film it does with video games though but when it comes to film i typically don't like it like the last of us which i haven't watched yet i'm gonna watch it today with my wife afterwards i watched half of it it's fucking amazing oh god i can't wait (laughs) god i can't wait but that translates to me to me that translates because that's like legit amazing storytelling it's somewhat real in the realm of reality yes somewhat yes um you guys are about the new tv series yeah, the one on HBO okay. Max. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah so, dude. Which you probably won't like there because it's it's probably going to be horror. But, oh, um, I'm never going to watch it. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, buddy. But the game, I don't know if you'll ever play the game too, Derek. Derek, it's a beautiful game, bro. It's unbelievable. I believe you. It's scary. Um, it's scary I, I've heard you're not even the first person to tell me that, that, that not only is it a beautiful game, but that the story is oh, incredibly the well written. Yeah. Um, and I know that there's there's even some uh, voice actors who worked in that game who I listen to and mm-hmm. follow and, and really care about their work. Yeah. yeah. But 
when I have looked at that story arc and and the style of that game, it's just not appealing to me. It's I don't think it would be appealing to you because maybe just, maybe the yeah. show is better because you know I, I was I, it wasn't enough to get me into the game. The show, but, though, give, give the, just, give the show hard. give the first episode. I know, but give the show give the give the first episode a shot. It's an hour and twenty minutes. It's worth your time. Just watch it if you don't want to jump into it even further. At least you watch the first episode. Yeah, maybe I've, I've watched the first. I've watched half of this first episode. Yeah, and you're, you're I was aim. gonna watch it on my own. Yeah, and then I showed it to Michelle for like five minutes, and she's like, "She was bought in. something else." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, no, no." I was like, "Let me go change." She's like, no, 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 fuck it. I'm already, I'm hooked. She's in. Keep it on. Okay, good. That she's makes in. me excited because Reba, because Reba likes like stories like that. Like I didn't think she'd like like The Walking Dead or Dexter, but she does. She likes that shit. So mm. I told, her, and she knows I love The Last of Us because she literally was here. I remember I was in the like the last part of The Last of Us too, and she walked in the room, and I was sitting there. And I don't want to give away to the world out there if you watched it, but there's something that you have to do, and I didn't want to do it. And oh, I was yeah, sitting there at the end, at, at the end. end, and I was like, "Just Re was like, what's wrong with you?" I'm like, "I don't want to do." It. I had pause. I hit the pause button. I had to take a minute to <laughs> not sitting do here this drowning in his own tears. Yes, and in my like... own like literally, I felt like I was gonna cry. So. um <laughs> I know that she'll like, like, so I know that she likes, like, because she likes, she liked The Walking Dead, and she knows how I feel about this series. I, she's, she was interested in watching it. So the fact that Michelle was hooked in five minutes makes yeah. me excited. Yeah, yeah, dude, they do a thing in the beginning of the show that takes place in the '60s, mm -hmm. like, a, like a TV show, and they talk about fungus. That you're uh -huh. just. You're hooked. Okay, good. It's a great hook that they never good. did in the video game. I was about to say that's not in the video game. I know yeah. that's yeah, yeah. why it was a so great hook. New. It was a great hook, and yeah, it, we we uh, I was watching it, and we're like, oh, this is fucking good. Good, good. And, that uh, makes me happy. I was telling Michelle, I was like, I was like, and it was one of those things that just like you, not that part, that part, not that I felt the same way. Yep. But like during the game, you're like, okay, cool. I have to go here, so I'll go this way. And then you then you try, and you're like, why can't I go this way? I don't want to go in the tunnel. I know you don't because you're scared. Yeah, you're legit no, I, scared. I was like, like, I don't want to go in the parking garage yeah. that's crashed. Yes. That is just a dark hole. Yes. I don't want to go in there. Why do I have to go that way? Yeah, I can know. we make this open world I where I can stay in the light? I know, dude. Oh gosh. It's it and the funny thing too about it is like there's there's like so the the game for me, especially Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, I remember, and I might have told you this, Tomas, because you're the one who was like, "Hey, play it." You're the one who like, because I had played yeah. the first one and loved it, and then yeah. you said you brought it on on that uh, yeah. top shelf, yeah, and I uh, went nuts. Okay, but um, <laughs> the game has over eleven hours of cutscenes. Okay, and I realized I was playing through the playable scenes really fast just so I can get to the cutscenes because <laughs> the storyline so is so good. Yeah, God, so good. Yeah, eleven oh, hours. Man. It's eleven hours total of cutscenes. You can Are go you to serious? YouTube and just go Last of Us cutscenes. It's like eleven hours long. Yeah. Holy shit! I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Fuck me. That's one of those oppressive things, you know, kind of like the uh, Batman movie that Tim Burton was involved in. Is like, was there like nine seconds of silence? Everything else is audio. Like, like it just, wow. just really. Yeah, that, only I, nine I forget, seconds of silence. I, I'm gonna have to Google the yeah. statistic, but that's crazy. Tim Burton's Batman. Um, that's wild yeah but that's the, the fact that you didn't even know that is great because i didn't know it either though tomas that's how engaged we were in the game that we didn't realize Dude. we were watching a, an entire it, it, season I mean, of television it was you know? a long game you yeah. gotta lie it felt like a long yeah, game for sure but i, I think wasn't, it took I wasn't me 40 bored. hours to be, yeah no no i think it took me 40 hours but to complete, i can't imagine there'd be 11 think. hours there's of 11 cut hours of cutscenes yeah that's crazy, crazy. yeah 
wow, you just blew my mind, dude. And when you think about it, when you think about it, there's a lot of fucking cutscenes. There are. There are. And you were playing. I was playing hard to get to them because I wanted to know what was happening. (laughs) Dude. Dude. Derek, what were you going to say? What was the other point you were going to say? No, no. That that was it. I was just, it's just, you know, one of those statistics that kind of, um, it demonstrates uh, some of the passion behind the project. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He was a big Batman fan. that someone somewhere cared a lot about, you know, how it was put together and what was included and what was omitted and so forth. And that's often indicative, but not always of, you know, a great movie or great content in general. Yeah. And it was, and I agree with that. And I love that you pointed that out because they put in, you could tell with, with the last of us, they put in the storytelling, they put in the work, but I think naughty dog does a good job of, well, yeah. Well, Neil Druckmann, the guy who's created last of us and he's created, uh, like what's the other one? Uncharted. Yeah. That's a great game. He's done done both. Yeah. yeah, It's a great game. Those are two fun games, complete polar opposites, but totally different. Yeah. Yeah. But they're both enjoyable games. But Neil Druckmann actually co-wrote the sh- the this first episode with Craig Mazin. Oh, who he did. Is the, okay, yeah, he did. Who they're both listed as creators and producers of the show. Mm-hmm. And Craig Mazin is the guy who directed and created Chernobyl for HBO. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's all that. That was another the, good uh, show. Email. Yeah, yeah. Chernobyl was amazing. Yeah. So are they so. doing um are they doing like a um uh like a season one's gonna follow the first game, season two is gonna follow know. the second game. I think I think I think the first game is gonna be like I think two or three seasons. So oh wow, get oh, ready wow. for I mean, it's not enough. It's enough. You could do it's that. enough. Yeah. yeah, they did. They did mention that um, the the first season is supposed to follow the 2018 video game where he deals with uh greek ancient gods i guess and norse that's, realm that's, midgard no that's yeah. that's god of war we're yeah, talking no, about we're talking about that first we're talking we're about, talking that about god of war we... first we're talking about last of us now <laughs> oh i don't have a clue what i don't know about no, that no, 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 but yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the first season yeah is god of war was the greek gods yeah oh no actually greek gods were like the first few games uh, yeah it was actually the first few because god of war 3 is when he finally beat zeus i think so yeah yeah yeah, yeah if, if he deals with the greek gods it's the first couple games of god of war yeah the so there's plenty of which... content for a oh hell yeah kick off, his, then. his backstory but, yeah. is pretty interesting actually like he does have an interesting backstory so that got a lot to work with they do, they have, do a have a lot to work, work with now i think and i think i think it would um it, for a film for a movie it would not be i don't think it would translate well no you need too a much. series i agree a tv yeah. show would work but would, uh, do they have enough money that's the question i think it's it gonna be expensive we'll see it's be expensive I, 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 amazon it's not, will it's, throw money at anything i know they'll throw money at it and it's a it's a popular franchise don't get me wrong but i don't know if it's like you know lord of the rings popular like if it's gonna be worth the it doesn't have the same lore and and, yeah. and fandom, but probably a at least I'm more passionate because it's they could, recent fandom. Yeah. They could spend they could spend I could see them spending for everything, production and rights. I could see them spending a quarter of a billion dollars, like two fifty for production and everything. Dude, this whole game is would be like dude, if you think about it, like the even when the it was like the the like the the sandbox run and gun a god of war like he was climbing up like giants that were yeah. climbing up mountains while yeah you're he was fighting on a giant that's climbing a mountain and you're climbing this giant at the same like 
making that into a video game is wild and then just making it into like a television series is like that's a, a wild amount of money a you know? live action yeah. television yeah. series so yeah, oh, yeah. alright yeah. well let's see let's see where that goes that that might be that might yeah. be interesting I'm, yeah. I'm here to at least see I'm gonna watch see it, if it yeah I'm gonna watch yeah. it so, well, so well, what was the other piece of news that was a, a quick topic I brought sorry up. yeah um, <laughs> nothing another quick here. one that I pray is quick uh, <laughs> I realized that we didn't bring up last year when it happened in October uh, the passing of Angela Lansbury was I know. pretty prominent. Did we miss that? Yes, I don't think that. we brought it up in any episode. And, and frankly, uh, she passed in October, so yeah. at 96. But yeah. I don't know how many episodes we even recorded she, through November and December to even have a chance to, to well, bring it up. But. Speaking of Glass Onion, she's in the Glass Onion. Oh, really? Wait, she is? She's in. She's in the Zoom call that Daniel Craig. That oh shit! Has. That's right. She is. I forgot. She definitely is. What, what are they yeah, playing? Yeah. They're playing a, a game or something. Yeah, like they're yeah. playing like, it's like these, I don't know. yeah, hilarious Zoom call. Like, why is he on a Zoom <laughs> yes. call with these people? Yeah, it's yes. yeah, yeah. That's right. There's so many cameos in Glass Onion. Yeah. It's great. Like, yeah. like he has like Benoit Blanc is having like a Zoom call because it takes place during the pandemic. Glass Onion takes place yeah. during the pandemic. And so they're all having the Zoom call. They're playing a game, a board game together, the four of them. And it's him, Angela Lansbury, and like two other famous actors or something, like super famous actors. And he's like playing a board game over Zoom with them yeah. while he's in the bathtub. Yeah. You know, it's he so hasn't weird. left his bathtub in like days. Because <laughs> yes, like, yes. he hasn't had a case. He's been sad because there's no big case to work on. That's a hilarious in, concept. During he's, the pandemic, he's he depressed. Yeah, he's depressed because there's no <laughs> cases to work it's on. It's such a great movie, dude. It was, people poo poo it so much, but like yeah. Ryan Johnson is such a fucking genius. I really like that. Actually, like talking about it out loud because I watched it by myself and I was like, "This was like I thought it might be a little this cheesy because we already we already saw Knives Are Out. Yeah. Like this might be cheesy." And I was like, "Oh no, this is this is clever. This is good. This is fun." It is. You it know? was. It was. Yeah. But yeah, she was in it. Fucking Ethan Hawke shows up. Yeah, for like Ethan Hawke too. Seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. That was. But yeah, no, it was it was it was fun. Anyway. It was fun. It was really fun. All and right. then I I listened to some of the like, it's full of like weird little Easter eggs. The movie, yeah, it's full of them. Yeah. Full of them. It's hilarious. Well, so sorry we took all the the highlight away from Lansbury. We another, need to speak about her. <laughs> yeah, she was yeah, great. A wonderful, very, was great. very pivotal character. Yep. Um, in a actor, lot of cinema. actress in a lot of a lot of, a lot of films yeah. over the years. And her, uh, her first movie was TV Gaslight. as well. Right. Her first movie. Oh, was, that was uh, her Gaslight. first. Where the term gaslighting came from. Yes, her first movie was yeah. Gaslight. She played the yeah. maid in the motion picture. She was fresh off the boat, or it was. I don't know if it was filmed in London or not, but it was actually one of the movies that Alfred Hitchcock directed. But that it was one of the movies that was uh, the reason for the old school uh, pictures code, the code mm. of ethics for motion pictures in the forties. Yeah. yeah, because it dealt with. Because the movie had a lot of like um, undercurrent uh, sexuality. And I just incest. who did were you watching this in a documentary? Were we? Did you just did something just come out about this? Because all this information I just recently learned. Oh no, I, I, knew, it was about on a it. I knew about it years ago. I knew about it years I ago. I thought yeah. I just saw I this recently. Hitchcock. Yeah, yeah, okay. but yeah, th okay. that movie yeah. had a lot of undercurrent sexuality between the yeah. girl and then I guess it's her stepmom or something. Yep. It's yeah. like a weird. And it's not like she's giving off that energy. It's like the stepmom is wanting that energy and yep. loving that energy, and she's like wants this. It, you get this weird incestuous vibe from the from like the 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 mother figure. It's yeah. wild, dude. And then in the whole thing, you have this maid who's played by Angela Lansbury, who's just kind of there 
as as like uh, as like our viewer. She's us viewing this whole thing. So it's just this wild movie. Yeah. There are so cool many flick. films if you look at um her like uh her library catalog yeah her catalog like good for her she's awesome i mean obviously like there's some that i i grew up remembering a lot about like uh bedtime's broomsticks from disney and beauty and the beast (sighs) obviously but you go back to you know like original some of the first animated films that i ever saw like the last unicorn she apparently was in she was in that i saw that as a kid dude there's there's uh there's so many things that she's worked on and had she was all about being a working actress man she just wanted to be in and you know and that that's a lot of actors you know they just don't want to do that they were trying to look for the next best thing and it's just like you know somebody just gotta work dude she uh, not to mention didn't she wasn't she in uh but she's, she's a, a TV show called show, Murder She Wrote. Murder, Murder She Wrote. wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That big, that's probably like where that's like her she's biggest thing. Highly known for. Her. Yeah. yeah, she was on that show for like I think that show lasted like ten years, man. Like I grew up. I never watched the show, but I knew. Me either. I think show. it was above our heads as kids. Yes. I think, yeah. Wasn't she like a Fair. writer, like a like or something, or like a she detective like a or something? She was like a she, writer that solved crime. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, solved yeah. mysteries. Yeah, that's where she got her ideas from and stuff. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you will be missed. Miss you will Angela be R.I.P. Man, I love, I love yeah. Angela. Asbury. She was great. She was great. A she fantastic was person. All right, yeah. so, woman and individual and actress, very, 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 very sorely missed. All right, so, all right, so we're gonna take a wee little break. No, no, here. I got more. We're oh, going. You got more. I got more. Keep going. Here we okay. go. Are you serious? Uh, Rush Hour Four. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I am pumped. Yeah, they're gonna make it. There's uh, even a uh, let me pull it up here. There's a uh, makeshift title that's coming up uh, as the grumpy old rush hour. (laughs) And I'm even more on board with it. And apparently Mike Tyson has signed on to be one of the characters. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. I'm excited to see Jackie Chan just, do his thing. Chris Tucker is always a nice addition, and just, Mike Tyson never lets down. So why not? I just hope it's just, as as insensitive as the first three. That's what I'm yeah, looking for. I mean, I'm, I'm I, okay I think as it. long as it's people of color doing it, we're good. Yeah, I think we're <laughs> so, good. <laughs> the first three were pretty insensitive. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, I feel like it was insensitive on both races. Yes, I think so, too. I think so, too. I don't think it was oh, one God. race overpowering no, the other. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> so, it wasn't. It was great. And I think if a, it's, if it's, it's such a black man's radio. Yeah, I feel like it's okay, though. I do. I do. I feel like it's okay when it's the races talking to each other. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's like super odd couple. I love the odd couple yes, aspect yes, of it. It's great. It's okay. Yeah. But all right, um, all right. So that's yeah. that's that's rush hour four. And then the last one I've got, the elephant in the room that we haven't brought up. The new Avatar movie. I saw it. I was I was hoping we wouldn't need to talk about it, but I'm glad I'm, we do. Let's I point know. it let's out not, because let's not, it, let's not they, talk a lot about it. No, we're not spent, talking a lot about it. They spent four hundred and sixty million dollars mm-hmm. and they Turn made 1.9 billion on this film so far. So the other day, they James Cameron came their out. fucking money. So here's the deal. So here's the deal. The other day, James Cameron, when, when they hit the $1.7 billion mark, when they hit the $1.7 billion, billion with a B, when they hit that mark, James Cameron came out. Literally, he tweeted it out. He tweeted it out. It says, well, turn to profit. Yep. To the next three movies, uh, so yeah, because he said he had ma- he had already made two and three. Yeah, okay, I know that that's done, yeah. and he had already made two and three. 
They're in the can, basically. Three's almost in the can. They just got to edit. I, so think basically done. Om- I think three's done. Like, all the, like gotta, literally gotta, just gotta, there because it's two they gotta, years. They got to tighten shit up a little Yeah, bit. for the next two years, and then it's done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so there's that. But then he also said that if it didn't turn a profit and he wasn't going to be able to release four and five, he had already, like, figured out how to change the ending of three because three was going to come oh, out eventually. Yeah, yeah. So he was going to already figure out how three was going to end and they were going to reshoot the ending of three. That's basically all they were going to do. Did they really think they weren't going to turn a profit though? Like, come There's on. always a chance. Do they There's really think that? You, but yeah, I understand the just, I I know in his head, he's probably like, <laughs> there's a 1% chance of me having to change this. He's he's doing like, Johnny Manziel money figures. Yeah, That's what he's doing. Did you guys so, Did you guys watch it? I nope. saw it. Not yet. I, saw it. I did see it. I saw it. I did see it. It's okay. It's yeah. not great. Yeah. But it's 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 watchable. It's it's beautiful. Can I tell you this? Visually, it's amazing. Yeah. I agree with all of that. I, I you guys know how I feel about the first one, We've, right? We talked about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. I hate it. it. Just for the new listeners, <laughs> I hate Avatar. It's a terrible movie. Beautiful. Again, but terrible. Beautiful Visually looking. stunning. Visually, you you can't beat it. But the story is awful. I'll tell you this: the story in this one still bad, but way better than the first one. Yes. <laughs> I'll give, yes. I'll give oh, you that. that actually gives me a lot yeah. of hope. Then I it wasn't even going to waste my time to watch it. It is way better. Yeah. I think because of the, fa- the, the family dynamic of it. Yes, yes, it's better than the first. Also, one. but it's still not. Derek, let me be clear: yeah. it is still not good. <laughs> okay, it's not good. great so, in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this: then, it's, whenever it's three comes watching. out. When three comes out and it's called The Way of Fire or some shit like that. <laughs> probably. Be, that's probably going to be the yeah, case. And I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. It's the same story, but just going to fire It's still going to print money. It's yep. Right now, it's got so much momentum that they can't fuck up for number no, three. They can't. People will see it inherently on at this point. Yep. And that almost certainly green lights a fourth film because the third can't fail. There's enough yeah. momentum at this point. It's basically the latest generation of, uh, if I think about like um, like how Lord of the Rings was, like it was a trilogy and it's coming and everyone's all hyped about it, but then there'll be nothing else around it. But this is the next big money printer after Marvel. But well, they, here's the they, thing. Here's the te- thing. He already, he already said that because this turned the profit. This is already, already yeah. They've already accepted. Five. They've already this paid, paid off. They've already paid for four and five at this, this point. This is done. Yeah, yeah he's done. when you make one point nine billion dollars on this movie, and they made what the same amount on the last one, they made they were, or, they, they became the number one movie again. Yeah, yeah. They so like, if, if this film has made what five billion dollars, the Avatar franchise just as a film has made five billion. All Two they can make fifteen more of these if they want to. They can. So yeah. So so the 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 one thing I will tell you this that I actually was like quite surprised in this one, which made me pleasantly surprised, was there's a few scenes when the marine avatars, I guess, the marine navis, the the uh, guys who got regenerated as navi. Yeah. Ugh, um, so stupid. That was dumb. I know. Right. That I was get fucking it. dumb. But yeah. there it, there was he made this flick, and some scenes were like, dude, is this like supposed to be his like. Like his apocalypse now, almost I, maybe, but it's not even close to. I his, know, his but there was scenes where he, yeah. there was scenes in the movie where I got real hard like Vietnam War vibes. Well, from it. Like, I mean, even more so than even more so than like very overt. Honestly, like, Vietnam dude, War vibes. Honestly, dude, like I didn't even 
I, I was so pay I was paying attention so hard to the story itself that because I was ready for him to rip things off that I felt like, oh, this isn't really ripping anything off that I didn't even think about like the outside factors, like those <laughs> scenes like that. Like is the it ripping off he, apocalypse? The now? scene where the military with yeah. the human boy and they're at the the villages and yeah. they just start burning the yeah, villages. Yeah, dude. I didn't I'm even like, think about I'm that. I'm like, am I watching fucking full metal jacket here? Like, what is going on yeah. in this movie yeah, right I now? I didn't even think about that. So but anyway, <laughs> I, I the movie actually the more I think about it, the more I hate it. <laughs> so, I, will, like, <laughs> I will say this. Um, you know, whenever I'm watching for movies to come out in the near future, I look at, you know, all the release details around these, um, you know, future movie titles. This movie, before they had released any artwork or cover art for this movie, just was a big blue A for Avatar. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then... You know, obviously they read released uh, movie art. The the third one has big green A. The fourth one has a big red A. Mm-hmm. And the fifth one has a big pink A, like a magenta colored. So, so one of these one of these uh, movies, FYI, is going to go back to Earth. So I bet that's the green one, which is number three. Like avatars are going to be on Earth. Well, they, probably, they probably have some sort of conversation around like bringing Avatar people to Earth and seeing <laughs> like, how we treat Avatar our people. own planet. They're called Navi. Yeah. <laughs> like, we call Navi. them Avatars. But the fourth one is red, so I bet that's the way. That's the fire, fire, fire one. Because there, there is a fire people in this. This is so fucking world. lame, guys. This shit is lame. <laughs> And, it, and it's <laughs> printing money. It is I know. Printing it, it's money. super lame. Sorry. Here we go. James Cameron, I got to go. give you props, dude. Make you it do, rain, like, you, he makes masterpieces, like technically masterpieces, but story-wise, not that great, except T2, bro. That shit. There's not a better action movie than T2. No. Yeah, there's not one. Nothing. That's the best one, dude. All right. <laughs> so sorry. now that we've done the news, we're going to go ahead and take a little pee break. Got to go down to Tinkletown. See a man about a dog. All right. So we'll be back in a few. Peace. From the uh, refill portion of the episode, did you guys uh, go ahead and uh, take care of those refills? I did. I did. I, did. Yeah. I got the I same shit. The same, I got the same shit as well. So, let, oh, what did you get? Oh, that's something you, new. You I finished. I finished the other one, which the other beer was really good. But I'm just moving on because I don't have another one. I've got red red's uh, cider. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. There that's you go. Your, that's more your speed, buddy. That's it. Is yeah. More your yeah. Speed. It was, it's the one I was supposed to fall back to when I didn't like that first one. Yeah, but, but it, it anyway. worked out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, all right. So, anyway, so as um, as we discussed, the motion picture that we uh, are talking about today is the anime motion picture called "Night on the Galactic Railroad." It was um, okay. Out, it was a pile five. of pure right, shit. So, That's so what it was. Before we go to the, before we go into it, all right. Before we go into it, let's go ahead and talk real quick about the numbers. It came out in 1985. It's directed by somebody called Gizuburo Sugii, uh, based on a novel by some guy named Kenji Miyazawa. Um, Derek, if you don't mind, give us the synopsis. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this short and sweet. Two kittens go on a metaphysical journey 
on a magical railroad train. Which is the only thing that makes sense in this entire fucking movie. <laughs> Dude, there is... I have so many thoughts, and I know we all do, but... Uh, our thoughts are probably going to combine, <sighs> so yeah. let's go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to tell you just real quick, short and sweet. <sighs> this movie... And I hate Derek. I'm so sorry for this. You're not gonna hurt much. It seems, it seems like we've beat we beat up on you quite a bit the last couple episodes. Consider, consider yeah, it's gonna continue for me, and I'm not sorry. So, Tomas, <laughs> this, take your time. It's a good follow up to the real Christmas movie we just got finished talking about. <laughs> oh God, but carrying I don't on talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. Listen to our, our Christmas special if you have any questions on that. So this was a steaming pile of cat shit. Staying mm, yeah. congruous with the fucking movie. I could not believe that we had actually, I actually sat through an hour and 53 minutes of this motion picture. And yeah. from the jump in this movie, it was completely incoherent. I did not know what was going on. I didn't know, if, like, I was having a fucking fever dream. I didn't know if it was real half the time. Where I understand it's an animation, you're talking about anthropomorphic animals, but mm -hmm. they tried to pull off this weird, like, celestial type of thing on the outside, and then they bring in God in the movie mm -hmm. and hymns. And yeah. then you see, then there's humans that show up on the train yep, randomly, but they're from the Titanic sinking. Yep, yep. And then, like, you find out that the train goes to heaven. Yeah, yeah. These, are, these are all things that occur in that movie. Yes, they're all heaven trains. I was like, and, and then, and, like, and then, like, the end of the movie just ends and i'm like what the fuck he didn't even bring his mom with the milk what the Listen, hell happened I've, I've never been so honored oh god or proud of someone describing a <laughs> film in that much detail and it's the exact <laughs> right amount and not just the right amount but it's describing it to a t so if you listeners are out here wondering to yourselves what he said makes no sense that would be correct. Yep, that on. Because ding, none ding, of ding. this, none of this film made sense. So I just want to just oh give my. you props because I don't even know how to describe it, and you just described it perfectly. And it I made mean, zero and there's sense. so much more. There's so much more. Like, what about his dad? <laughs> the whole point of the movie, I think, is I think the movie is supposed to be about loss and dealing with loss, and I I kind of gathered that. Oh, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. But it was, but I mean, I'm like, we don't know if his dad is dead. I don't even know if his mom is truly alive, you know, because we'd only see her voice, but could she just be in his head? We don't know if, 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 if we see Campanella, who's the friend on the train, but I guess he died while he was on the, I don't know. See, I uh, don't know. again, too. So everything, everything he's saying, Makes such perfect sense to me because I watched this movie. So if you're out there thinking, again, what is he saying? These are just words. You're just putting, like, it sounds like you're just putting words into a pot, Tomas, and spinning them around and then throwing them on a piece of paper. But what he is saying is exactly what goes on in this film. And it yeah. makes zero yeah. sense. I have three words for you. White heron candy. I, I will say I will say that it does sound like a anime? jumbled bunch of words. Is that what words. you're trying to say? Anime, yeah. <laughs> and like... this is not him reading his ad lib. No, 
it no oh man okay eric i'm gonna let you go before because i have a lot of things i want to say and i've got okay, a well-organized go, go, idea but go. eric go I, ahead I'm, I'm done for now that's what i'm saying that was my yeah i don't have much to say about it but i will say this there's a, there's thoughts that i have and um i didn't take any notes i started taking notes and then i stopped and then i stopped uh-huh, uh-huh, because uh-huh. i was pissed okay yep. And I realized that I once I realized that you hadn't seen the film, Derek. I realized that there's no explanation. Like none of this is going to make any sense. I was under the impression that this is like one of your favorite movies. Oh no, no, no! I'd never <laughs> seen it before. Felt, my first watching. Yeah, yeah, and I'm really glad it's not. <laughs> so it's, I'm really happy to hear that you had never seen this before, because it would have made me really think twice about our friendship. And now <laughs> you know I, I enjoy this episode a lot more because of that, because we can all just wallow yes. in our own yes. self. Yeah. So, but so, the experience. What I did walk away with. <laughs> What I did walk away with, and this is my true thought, and I said this to my wife today. So there's, this is an important movie for me. Watching this movie was important, and it was an important movie to me for this reason. And this is the this is what I'm trying to walk away with. <laughs> um, it's an important movie to me because this is hands down, no question, I think, <laughs> the worst movie I've ever seen. And I mean that. Like, I think this is the worst film I have ever oh seen. And my wife was like, starting name off these other movies that I don't like a lot. And I'm like, no, it's worse. She said, Collateral Beauty. That was one of the ones she said. And no. I said, this movie is worse than Collateral Beauty. This is the worst film I have ever seen in my life. I've seen thousands of bad movies. There's nothing that has been worse than this. Do you want to know the IMDb rating? Sure, it's probably like a 90%. 7.0 out of 10. That's crazy. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's I'm gonna, crazy. I I'm going to I'm going to okay. I don't I'm not going to cut you off here cuz I want I want you to okay. finish, but I am going to tell you that by the time I finish explaining everything I'm about to tell you, that rating might make more sense, although I totally agree with how much we all think that rating is wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I guess we'll we'll have to hear about it. Anyway, as you, saying, so, as you were saying, as I was saying, so it's the worst movie. So that I'm, I do appreciate that I finally found what I think is the worst movie that I've ever seen. So I'll give you that. And I was looking for something to walk away, something positive, because there's, <clears throat> I don't mind. Like I like watching movies, guys. You know that, and I don't mind spending a couple hours on something that's not that good. Like I can deal with it. But then there's movies that you spend a couple hours on and you I mean, think after to yourself. After all, you watched Blue Valentine, right? So shut it's up. more of the same. So you, th- so you think to yourself, <laughs> you know, time is fleeting. This is the youngest I'm ever going to be. And you're going to lose every second that you have and you never get it back. And sometimes when I watch movies and I think about all those seconds I just lost. <laughs> I literally, last night after I finished watching this movie, I thought to myself, I need to get down on my knees. I need to pray. I need to ask God. I need to ask God for, for forgiveness. Patience. For the patience. Yeah, no, I need to ask God for forgiveness for wasting that last hour and 47 minutes. Because that was a, like, there's nothing, I got nothing out of that except me realizing, and this is the positive, the silver lining, that this is the worst movie I've ever seen. So thank you, Derek. And that's all I want to say about it. I don't even want to talk about it. I think it's stupid. But we're gonna. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so, um, I agree. I regret having watched this movie. Um, and, and as always, we're gonna jump all around. I think we only need to talk about the scenes that we care to talk about because there's far too many of them that 
are so bad they didn't even stick in our memory. Um, yeah. There is that's, that's have true. You guys that's correct. Ever heard the term "death by Newberry Medal"? No, sir. No, this is new. I hadn't either until you know I the Newberry. This movie. I know what the Newberry Medal is. So it is a kind of trope I know what it is, yeah. used in in novels and in entertainment. Essentially, like a category of film that is that allows uh, for the viewer to gain perspective on the concept of death specifically. So it's commonly used um, where there's like a, an impending doom or a, a pivotal character that is killed off, and your whole movie is focused around the protagonist coping and dealing and and, and overcoming that difficulty. Further. There apparently is a common place of death by Newberry Middle films for children so that they can understand death better. Uh, I went and pulled a list of these because I guess I'd never thought of this, but um, are you guys familiar with the movie Bambi? <laughs> Fox and the Hound. Can you, I've never heard yes. of that uh, or that one. Could you guys give me a brief uh, synopsis? <laughs> yep, I've never yep, heard yep. of those films. So, uh, so how about the, where the red fern grows? No, where the red uh, fern grows is the next one on my list. I've got Shilo, Yeller, Yeller, Old Yeller, Old yeah, Yeller, exactly. Marley and Me. Um, Mama's gonna so, go little, buy you a mockingbird. Um, you guys, do you guys know what the Newberry Medal is? Right? I don't. No, no, I don't. Okay, so the Newberry Medal is an actual thing. Like, think of it like. The Pulitzer Prize for children's writing. So okay, Newberry that makes sense. That makes like, sense for like young, like 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 old, like like children's novels and children's books. Like you know, like uh, so like yeah, where just the a high level grows. award. Like yeah, it's a high level award for children's books. Not like I'm not talking like little fucking little golden books. I'm talking like they're chapter books, but they're not huge chapter books. They're like yeah, like, like the Babysitters Club or something. Yeah, like sure, that, sure, like sure. that kind of size, like. Boxcar like boys. Ages between like ten and thirteen. I can't yeah. believe how much we. Those did are there, Newberry so I know both of those series. Are I know. So like, the well, Island well, of the Blue Dolphin is a Newberry Medal Award winner. Like the Island of the Blue Dolphins is a Newberry Medal Award winner. All those books, and they all deal with a harder type of adult kind of things, but on the level that a child can understand. So uh, on that same list, there are a couple other films I have that uh, I I definitely grew up. Grave watching. of the Fireflies is probably one. Um, yeah, Grave of the Fireflies, I would probably put in that category, but there was also the Rats of Nim. If you guys remember that film, Secret of Nim, Secret yeah, of Nim, Secret yeah, of yep, Nim. that's a great, um, yeah. and Charlotte's Web, yeah, another, mm-hmm. another common yeah. one. The entire movie's premised around we a pig knowing he's gonna uh, die, right? Which, yeah, yeah the, Char- the Charlotte's Web is a Newbery Medal Award winner. So, so I, I, I see now having learned this, this, uh, let's call it genre. I can understand the um, at least directive that they were attempting to carry out. Um, and and I further learned that the guy who wrote this uh, original book um, wrote it Kenji about Mito. his, uh, he wrote it as a way to help himself and others cope with the loss of family. And for him, it was his younger sister who had passed. And then when he wrote this, apparently this book is incredibly pivotal in Japanese um iconography or history because it's been featured in over 70 other items of content, whether it be video games, manga, anime, movies, or live action TV series. It's been mentioned a lot. It's apparently like, uh, you know, a, a common, almost like if you think about like where the red fern goes, where the red fern grows, that's something that we 
all had to read in school. And so naturally it persists through generations because we all kind of grew up learning about or it. Like, so it's, or like when people reference old yeller in movies that talk exactly, about how they cry. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I can kind of draw some, some you know, conclusions and similarities to things like old yeller, for example, in Western culture. So I can understand why this was uh, so prominently featured in many other shows. I can understand why this film perhaps had a lot of, um, you know, prominence in children growing up through the years. I think that um, like many other films, if we didn't watch it with the right context, it probably could have been a passable film if we'd seen this as kids, right? And, and experienced it as the demographic it was targeting for, right? However, there are far better films than this that accomplish that same <laughs> concept. Also too, because we are also, we're like, you know, we're, we are not japanese (laughs) that's another thing too so like this doesn't we're completely outside of that culture so it doesn't resonate so i think even if i watch this as a kid i'd have a really hard time with it i think i think the only reason i would i would potentially disagree with you and i'm not firm on this Mm -hmm. is i think of the film that sticks out to me and um i have to use it now as my example but um if you guys have ever seen the movie little nemo it is a great animated children's film that, in my opinion, portrays the complications of dealing with death and darkness and evil um, a lot better for a child. But and, and that was a very popular Japanese film, but it was more or less kind of underground here in, yeah. in America. Yeah. Um, and so that film as a kid did resonate with me. And so I, I struggle to outright say that, you know, the Galactic Railroad would not have been at all enjoyable as a kid. Although, like even today, if I compare those, even with my nostalgia and love for the Little Nemo movie, man, this is not this doesn't but, stack up. It's not but, the same. Again, hold on. Little Nemo is borderline or is anime, correct? Uh, yes. I would I would categorize it as anime. I think some okay. people would argue that, but so, yeah. but again, like little not Nemo, finding so, Nemo, not finding yeah, 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 yeah. So little Nemo, I know what you're talking about. Um, little Nemo is not a film that I watched because I didn't. That was an underground film, so like it would, even if I watched it, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like not all of us had that experience. You you're into a subculture of anime, okay? It is, and even if you were yeah. into it when you're younger. Um, it's not a pop, it's not a popular genre yet. It's getting more, it's gaining so much steam now, but yeah. like, it's still not, it's still a subculture. So back then when you were watching little Nemo, there was even less people that even knew what anime was. That's true. You know? Yeah. And I was still on <laughs> Most... the, at this, at this era in my, my life, I was deep in the Disney zeitgeist of all yeah. the movies that have ever been released from Disney. And so this is Little Nemo is very, I could easily see it as, you know, lumped into Disney films. It kind of fits within yeah. that. that and, kind and, of, yeah. and Little Nemo actually came out like before you were born, dude. Like it came oh, yeah. out like in, the early, like in the mid to late 80s. Yeah. I remember watching Little Nemo when I was in elementary school. And, and really back then, really, anime didn't really start like even becoming a subculture until like the mid nineties with movies like Ninja Scroll and things of that nature. For sure. For sure. And and then all due to Akira in the, in the early nineties. But like but like 
anime back then was mostly Robotech. That was it. That was when we were yeah, kids. Yeah. It was Robotech. Gundam and, and yeah, all that. Not even that Gundam, because kind of Gundam wasn't even in the States yet. It was mostly Robotech here in the States. But even still, I mean, they I mean, they just redid Little Nemo with Slumberland and Netflix. I haven't even seen it. I don't even know how it is. But I haven't seen Little the Nemo. Re- rebrand But that's, 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 that's Little Nemo. Anyways, but um, going back to this one, I understand what you're trying to say. And I totally can... I can see the bones, I guess, yeah. of what you're saying in regards to this movie, but it just did not come across because here's the thing that I have a problem with. Like it didn't translate well. Did not translate well because there's loss in the movie and we find out loss. There's different levels of loss in the movie and I get that. But what loss is he really dealing with other than his dad hasn't home yet? And no one knows if he's coming home. He can't say that he's lost anything yet. He's just worried about his dad. He hasn't heard anything from his dad. And his dad sent a letter a few days ago. We mm-hmm. find out later on that right, his dad right. sent a letter to Campanella's dad, which, you know, if this was coming from Campanella's dad's part, I guess, but I don't know, man. It was so all over the place. We didn't even know that, quote, spoiler alert, Campanella had died at this point. So what loss is really mm-hmm. Giovanni dealing with? Giovanni the blue cat. He's not dealing with any loss. I mean, if this had happened I after Campanella had died, then I can kind of see where it was going. But so I think I don't know, man. I, I so I'm know. I'm trying to draw a lot a lot of conclusions because I, I I started to realize, you know, probably halfway through his ride on the train that this was a ride to the afterlife. That's that's where, yes. this, where this train was going, and it was making stops off at various cultures. Um, in uh, perspective on what the afterlife looks like, um, but what? After, I, hold on, hold on. Sorry, pause. Mm-hmm. What afterlife is living in the bones of a giant cow? So, I don't know what that one is. There's a lot of them that didn't make sense to me. Um, it's like that didn't make sense. The but whatever the, okay. the overarching and and perhaps it was pure. That particular stop off was very conjured. But my point being is uh, apparently. Kenji was a hardcore Buddhist, which, you know, for them, it is life, death, reborn, life, death, reborn, life, death, reborn. Right. Yeah. That's the whole point of the circuit of the train. And it just kind of recurring and and even and the character, you know, the bird catcher that we. Yes. You know, he goes through that whole sequence where he gets (laughs) off the train and he catches all of the birds and then he falls back in joy and dies. And then he's back on the train. And his comment immediately after that is, you know, I've done I've lived a thousand lives. I've done this a million times. That's just another fun one to add to the list. What about he died? Well, when he catches all the birds and then he just falls back and disappears, he immediately reappears back on the train. Uh-huh. Yeah, I get that, but I mean, so much. See, that's I didn't even get that. Dude. Yeah, it doesn't even make any sense because well, no so sense. many people disappear on the train. They well, and all, and that's every- that's the thing is like all these people are basically bringing their stories and and mentioning the things that they wish they had done in life, and perhaps they're trying to pass on wisdom to our our protagonist, right? I but didn't get that. My 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 whole point behind all of this is there's a lot of concepts to this movie that either didn't land because of poor translation or didn't land because we were born and raised in Western culture or didn't land because we're not children. All of that said, I think that somewhere there's got to be people that enjoyed this movie because it got a seven on IMDb. Right. And so 
perhaps those folks watched it as children or were from, you know, more Eastern cultures or whatever, but it didn't land for me. There's, there's far better ways I think to accomplish some of the same topics they were trying to, to, to tackle. Um, and it's, I don't know. I don't know that you get my so, point though, what I'm saying. Oh no, so, I hundred yeah, percent agree with you. Yeah, and none yeah. of it makes sense to me at all though. Like I, I didn't have an understanding of any of this and like, I'm like, you know, I'm someone who looks for the depth in things, you know, I'll try right. to find things that are there that are not even there, you know, like, so, but with this, it was just scattered. And again, because it's anime, I didn't give a shit about what was going on. Like, I don't care. And they didn't even give me the ability to care about them. They weren't well, developed. They, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know who they were. I didn't even care. Well, you know, I think, I think what's happening, I think the story they're trying to tell and the points that they don't blatantly state, I think mom's dead. Uh-huh. I think mom passed and and was on a prior run of the train. I think he's having trouble coping with that. And so, you know, somehow he's able to get on the train and he watches his friend Capanella die or, well, he, he unwittingly experiences how his friend dies and then later is reaffirmed in the fact that his friend did die. But I mean, look, look, I didn't enjoy this film. I would recommend there's lots of other films that people should watch beyond this one, not this one. Um, but there has to be something to this film, at least to some cultures. Cause I mean, it's got four or five major awards under its belt and I mean, not Western awards, let's be yeah. clear, but yeah. major awards from, you know, the, the markets that it comes from and it, it, it doesn't translate well. Let's just, and, and I will, I should also mention that there are three other iterations of this book in film, and this is considered the best translation iteration oh, what other iteration is there 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 were uh there were two other ones that were released prior and i'm trying to file in to japan find uh i guess it might have been from japan i suppose i said it would have had to be in japan i imagine because that's kind of where this book took root it's why it was so prominent in that culture and why you know it, there you was know? something in this movie that i was just like i was watching it and there was a scene the one scene that stood out to me which was the only scene that I was like, wow, like this is, this is like very like intense. Mm-hmm. And it was the only scene that did that was the Titanic scene. Yeah. That was the only scene that was very intense because I think maybe because I have to do it, maybe because it was dealing with humans. I'm not trying to be rude or insensitive, but it was because it was dealing with humans at that point, not these weird cat things. Yeah. Because the cat people were just like, it, it just, they were not, coming across in any way shape or form that was appealing in any way yeah like giovanni did not have a lot to say about anything all it was was a lot of grunting on his end i mean it was Mm -hmm. just like it was you know lots of long stairs oh the stairs too that's what i'm saying these these long stairs that's just like what is fucking going on and then of course the people around the other cat people around them like the lighthouse keeper like he was at one point there and then all of a sudden he changed into another, the same light, same clothes, but was older with a beard. I'm like, what the fuck happened here? Like, when did this guy show up? And well, and he I rides don't... on the train past a younger version of our protagonist. Yeah. Watching his father leave. Well, yeah. Was that his father so, leaving? Okay. Yeah. Apparently that's what it was supposed to. I didn't pick that up when I watched I didn't it. Pick that up afterwards, either. I apparently learned that. I mean, there's 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 a lot of things I did. I did learn and not that this adds any credence to the quality of the movie, but apparently the director, 
uh, when he read this book, because the book apparently is incredibly vague about all the characters. It doesn't tell us what their species is, what their hair color, their eye color, what their genders are, what their, their interests are, where they live, what nationality they are. And it doesn't tell you any of that stuff. And so they're able to easily adapt that into something that he thought was uh, what his, his statement was. I wanted to pick uh, a child friendly creature that was as selfish as humans. And he picked Cats a cat. Cats are selfish. Mm-hmm. And that's why he picked a cat. Now, all of that said, it's incredibly difficult for any animated work to effectively portray human emotion and the nuances that need to be uh, to pr- be portrayed, often with nuances in facial you know, things that don't exist in animation. And so you you kind of dug yourself a hole by doing this animated. You dug yourself a hole further by using a cat and then very limited animation budget, I assume, because there's just a lot of long stares that don't really, we didn't even hear any disposition to hear what yeah. they're thinking, yeah. you know, to try and paint a clearer picture. There's just so many, maybe it was just, you know, the best that was done at the time, but I think about like films that came out in this era and there are better anime that came out in this era than this. And so I don't, I don't know. White, I, I can't really give it too many Unicorn, points. The white line is one. I mean, those are all came yeah. out around this time and they're just so much better. They, they I don't were know, portrayed dude. a lot better, a lot, a lot it was better. Just, it's a bad movie, guys. Yeah. It's not a good movie. <laughs> I will say that, talk about. Um, and, and I know you guys about. are going to disagree with me on this, but the closest film I can think of to this film, both in quality and the problems that it presents, you're going to disagree. The Fountain. The movie, The Fountain, the live action yeah. Fountain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't agree. I can see that. I hated I that agree. movie, but it clearly has a lot to do with death and a lot of abstract imagery that's supposed to help you yeah. understand. And yeah, I didn't get more, any of that shit. It's got more of an actual story arc than this one. That's does, fair. That's fair. Know? But this I, is but, the closest I could think of. I, yeah. I can see that. And I mean, I, I'm not 100% agree with you, but I can see where you're going as far as that's concerned. But then, of course, you also have to think like this. That's live action. So emotions and nuance yep. come across. Yep more than the yeah. animation but i get what you're saying Agreed. in regards to the overall aspect of what you're feeling when you're watching the movie because yeah there's some quite a few times in the fountain where you're just like where the fuck are we going with this like what is actually happening how, why are we going back in time again like how does this really have to do with anything why are we going a million years into the future now why is this happening you know like yeah. i get it and, it and the thing it didn't resonate, man and I then agree. and then like and then like when they go to the okay this is the last thing i want to talk about and then we can fucking move on if you want um, yes yes we can is the, the aspect of uh the coal sack which is literally just a black hole yeah what the hell was that how was that supposed to be okay and this is what this is where I, at this now that you're talking now we're talking about death and that when the movie ended with campanella's death i felt horrible for campanella like did he go to hell because he missed the southern cross which is heaven like why is he going to why is he getting or, off or of the, the icon sack? or the iconography of a scorpion burning forever, which I imagine is probably hell because you just burn forever, right? I don't know. And then they kind of refer to it as like I would love to burn forever for you, yada yada. And he gives that final prayer. You know like you know what's interesting about this stuff? Like you guys, and going we're not back trying to be insensitive. If this has something to do with you know Eastern philosophy, and Eastern, we're not trying. We're just we're having a hard time. We're trying in to understand the scope this. Of, yeah, of no, this no. Movie, I don't in think the scope any... of the movie. I don't think we're saying anything insensitive here or anything. Yeah. I think, it, it, but we just I don't understand, understand it. We can't. But with, with that being said, like <laughs> the thing about it, like you guys talking back and forth, trying to figure that stuff out. Like I was just thinking to myself, I don't care. <laughs> oh, it's because it's an animated all. thing, and you have 
a hard rock thin rock. Have thick you seen skin, Pinocchio sir. yet? I want to see it. <laughs> oh, the Guillermo de Toro. Uh, yeah, uh, let's see how that comes well, across. Yeah, when yeah, is, is it I, out? It's already out on Netflix. Yeah, it's out on Netflix. Out. Yeah, oh, shit, he won. Okay. He won for best animated film. Fig- it's got a lot of lot of proclaim uh, proclaim, and it's also like some is of the dark behind the scenes stuff is really interesting. They say it's not dark as fuck, but there is darkness to it. Okay. I feel like it would. There's be another darker. one, Pinocchio dealing with alcoholism. Wee. There's another kind of complicated kids um, um, construction. And the repercussions to... of your lies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. Why not? Anyway, oh, let's go to ratings me. because yeah, man, I sucks. regret this. Sorry, guys. Episode. No offense. <laughs> it's okay, Derek. It's I just okay. don't like this. Movie. We still love you, Derek. We still love you. All right, I know it's my movie, but I'm going to go first. How much I enjoyed it. I'm going to give it <laughs> a one and a half. Um, out of five, and how well it was made. I mean, it was a film. It did have a runtime. I'm gonna give it a two. So that's a total of a three and a half for this film for me. I am. I'm honestly gonna give it a three. I can't think of how it would be so much better. This is probably. I mean, in the army now might be better than this movie. <laughs> it definitively <laughs> is a better movie than it this. Is. In the army now is is I don't know is Citizen uh, Kane. I might have to change my to rating of In the Army Now because this was so no, much. This bad. movie, this movie is not yes. even oh, close to Lord. as bad. In, in the, the army, army now is an is Oscar-winning masterpiece, masterpiece <laughs> compared to this movie. In yeah. the army now is the English patient compared for, to this for movie. For real, dude. It's there oh will be God. blood, dude. Eric, Eric, give me a rating. Give me a rating, and you can't say zero, but you I'm can get giving as close it a 1.8. Like. 1.8. It's the worst. Our movie Our average I've ever is seen. a 2.76 on this. <sighs> worst movie I've ever seen. Ever. It is so, probably the worst movie we've ever had. Yeah. Which, and I don't understand. And I don't understand. Why so, Derek picks the worst no, no, movies no, 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 of all no, 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 time? No, no, no. He didn't know about it. How? And based on ratings, I can see why he chose it because it's, dude, it's listed across the board as like a a hard seven. It's a hard well, seven across the board. I looked so, it up. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Remember, Rotten Tomatoes has it at seventy five percent. The big reason that I picked this film was because how much I had heard about how much influence it had had on the origin of anime culture and. I have seen all of the evidence to support that. It just meant that this was a really bad film for us now. And <laughs> it it didn't translate to our, our demographic. It didn't hold up over time. And there's lots of things that probably should have been done better. And all of that being said, everything I read prior to this mo- watching this movie still holds true, but it's still a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so, I, read, I read a review and they're like, oh, the movie's going to get good once you hit the train. Just get that far and yeah. then i'm watching the movie and i'm watching the train i'm like yeah it's still pretty bad which mind you they don't get on the train until like 45 minutes into yes. it. yes yes and movie it's just a lot a of long series and long walks and like some of the scenery I, I guess is good for animation at the time i'm sure yeah. it's fine but yeah it's not a redeeming characteristic so on to the top shelf gentlemen let's go to our top shelves okay so who wants to go first for the new i'm year? gonna give you a better film Here. i already talked about it earlier go. the movie that is better that you should watch instead of this please don't watch this movie watch little nemo one in some uh what is it called little uh, little nemo adventures in slumberland the original yes. one from gosh what year did this come out i'm gonna it was, say i think it was 87 89 Yeah, that one, a far better film, easily enjoyable even today. Great animation that still holds up and good stories and and, and all kinds of good uh, protagonists, antagonists, all that kind of stuff. So check it out. Eric, what about you, brother? Uh, I think my top shelf, I'm going to go with uh, God of War Ragnarok. 
It's just nice. I've been rocking it real hard. It's a great game. Yeah. Good times. Great oldies. Very s- similar setup to God of War 4, but different storyline. Cooler stuff you can do. So, yeah. God of War 4 for me. God of War Ragnarok for me. Good stuff. I like it. <clears throat> All right. So, for me, um, I want to go with, honestly, I'm going to go with Glass Onion Knives Out. I'm mm. going to go with that. Choice. Because it was, it, when we talked about it, I had another option. But I'm gonna go with Glass Onion because it was such a cool movie. Like it was a very enjoyable motion picture. The twists were cool. The mystery was cool. The 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 different like you know case in point like the like like Ed Norton's like weird Steve Jobs kind of character was fucking amazing. I mean it was just there were so many things about the movie that were good. The acting was great. I mean, they were everyone. It felt like everyone had a great time making this movie. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like an enjoyable. It did. Flight. It felt like a good time. You know, it felt like a good time. So I'm gonna go with Glass Onion, Knives Out. Nice. All right. So I like it. All right. So this is the first episode of the new season for the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a lot of good flicks. So. No, not this I, year, but this in, year, in past yet. years, yes. <laughs> the past years, yes. Not so far. Yeah, but no this, good flicks this, this year. For at my all. pick, for my first pick of the new year, I wanted to go with something a bit more enjoyable. And Anything. I felt like <laughs> pretty much. Literally, it's the worst I've ever seen. We're gonna watch we're just so you know, we're gonna watch DW Griffith's uh uh what's it called? Uh, the Birth of a Nation. There you go. There you go. No, I'm just kidding. Oh <laughs> gosh, please don't. No, we are go- I, I felt I want to watch something that was uh it was a motion okay, I'm gonna go into it. It was a motion picture. He didn't pick one yet. He's still I did. He's oh, just I did. coming up with He's it. Coming up this, with it right no, now. I know. I, I picked it I picked it two weeks ago. Okay. Um but I wanna give it it's some money. He's, yeah. He's still deciding. He's still deciding. No, no, no. I've decided. So um the motion picture came out in the eighties, FYI. Okay. It was a box office bomb. But it hit cult status in the nineties and was a large part of the hip hop culture in the late nineties, early two thousands. That motion picture that we will be watching is the great film Scarface. Oh, oh, okay, okay. We are gonna watch Scarface, my okay. friend. Okay, all right. We are gonna it's watch. It's been a minute. I, it's been a minute been for a minute. me. I, so we're gonna watch yeah. it. We're gonna talk about it. It's probably gonna be a fucking shit show. I know. But, <laughs> I'm excited. But, yeah. But you know, you, it's Brian De Palma's always hit or miss, yeah. and I've always enjoyed his flicks. And it's been a minute since I've seen it too. So you know, Brian De Palma directed, Oliver Stone written, Al Pacino starred. So it's it it it, it always had the bones for something, but it always came out and it was something. Yeah. So so all right, so we're gonna watch Scarface in our next episode. Sweet dude, Tom Brown. Do you know where you can watch it? Um, I don't know. I have it on digital, so I just own it. Uh, I don't it know. Apparently, I don't know it. is for free on Tubi and for oh, rent shit. everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So if you guys, if you guys watch it, rent it, just watch it, enjoy it. We'll be we'll talk about it in a few weeks. But um, <sighs> there's only should I even give a quote? I mean, I have a quote. Can the quote just be, "Oh, and a silent stare"? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually perfect. Got ninety percent of the dialogue. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh. And that's it. Good night, folks. Everybody, peace.